Coming to the podcast, weighing in at 220 pounds, from Chicago, Illinois, Mar E. Sucks. Welcome to the show. Thanks for coming back. If you listened before, and if you're new, then buckle up. I think the card for Survivor Series is finally set. It's Sunday night, just about 6 p.m., so they still have some time to fill the card out, make some changes, and then give those matches the proper build-up they deserve. It's confirmed not long before this podcast that Natalia would be the fifth person for Team SmackDown. Who knows, maybe there will be yet another change between the airing of this podcast and the actual Survivor Series event. So, let's go ahead and talk about the only time of the year that Raw competes head-to-head with SmackDown until the Royal Rumble. The pre-show will feature Enzo Amore defending his Cruiserweight title against Kalisto. I'm really hoping that the current Cruiserweight champion will be the Cruiserweight champion No More after Sunday night. And also, Enzo, if you're listening, you can feel free to take a leave of absence after the match. Then the Cruiserweights, who carry the division just fine without you, can get back to elevating the 205 Live brand. My prediction, Kalisto wins this match by disqualification. The Miz will take on Baron Corbin in a Raw Champion vs. SmackDown Champion match. It will be the Intercontinental Champion against the United States Champion. Obviously, I've got The Miz winning this match. He's better. However, Baron Corbin could gain a lot for himself in the United States title with a victory. My prediction? The Miz with a little help from his friends. Team Raw replaced Jason Jordan with Triple H on Monday night for the men's 5-on-5 elimination style Survivor Series match. This must have delighted Booker T to no end. Booker T has been down on Jason Jordan for quite some time. I thought going into the Survivor Series in Houston, Texas, the hometown of Booker T, this would be a great way for Booker T to insert himself in the Survivor Series match. Reading the rumors, which are often incorrect, but some people are speculating that Booker T will reveal himself as the actual father of Jason Jordan. What better way to introduce yourself to family than in your hometown on the weekend before Thanksgiving. Kurt Angle has a lot to lose in this match. First, he could be fired as the GM of Raw. Second, his neck. Sure, he's wrestled for years with a damaged neck. And we all know he won an Olympic gold medal with a broken freaking neck. I don't see this match ending well for Kurt Angle. Braun Strowman tends to go rogue, as was evident at the tables, ladders, and chairs match. I see the 50-year-old freak Kane getting involved to distract Strowman. Then after the match, Corporate Kane coming out to hand Angle his walking papers along with Stephanie McMahon. Another possible storyline is Triple H saving the day for Team Raw and then Stephanie holding it over Angle's head until a Triple H versus Kurt Angle match at WrestleMania. Wait, wasn't there a storyline where Angle kissed Stephanie and it made Triple H upset during the McMahon-Helmsley era? Uh, good old days. Prediction, Shane McMahon jumps, up, jumps off something really tall and Team SmackDown wins 
And Triple H turns on Team Raw and Shane pins Kurt Angle for the victory. Alexa Bliss will take on Charlotte Flair in the Women's Champion versus Champion match. There is very little build-up to this match. You have two very great competitors, two great champions. This match needs more of a build-up. So unless you have a favorite among the two, there isn't much to get excited about. So calm down, Bliss fans. Keep your pants on. I got Charlotte Flair winning this match, but not without some interference from Natalia. And then we can continue the Charlotte and Natalia rivalry on SmackDown Live, which should end in a best two out of three falls match or a 30-minute Iron Woman match. Let's keep it going. There's a pattern that is starting to emerge. The Tag Team Champs versus Tag Team Champs has no momentum going into Survivor Series. The WWE would do better to have more Raw and SmackDown sieges during the year to help build up this event. Otherwise, it's just a series of matches with very little context. With that being said, this could be a very good match. You have the contrasting styles of the two teams. You have Sheamus and Cesaro who will ground and pound and show very little emotion other than a smug smile after they hurt you. And then you have the Usos, who are the High Flyers, with a lot of charisma, even with the darker characters. My prediction is Sheamus and Cesaro by submission. I spoke earlier about the women's 5-on-5 five -five match. Alicia Fox as Raw's captain is as bizarre as she is. You could have had Mickey James with all of her experience. You could have Sasha Banks with her natural leader skills. Yet, there's a push for Miss Fox. Your captain could even be Emma. But, somebody thought it would be best to let Emma go. Yes, I'm bitter. Bitter cold. The fact that there is a women's match at Survivor Series is great. The fact that it is kind of blah feeling means that women have become mainstream enough for me to not want to care. There was a time when Survivor Series included zero women's matches. Now there are two. Maybe in the next year or two, the women's division will have their own pay-per-view event. This will make the work of the women of GLOW shine. No pun intended. My prediction is, I care more about this match than I thought possible, and Raw wins when Paige returns to interfere. Brock Lesnar versus AJ Styles has WrestleMania main event written all over it. But it's a match that has two weeks of buildup. This match deserves a year of buildup, like The Rock and John Cena's once-in-a-lifetime match received twice. Imagine if Goldberg was unselfish or knew anything about wrestling and had given Chris Jericho a title match in WCW. That is what this match between Lesnar and Styles could be and should be. Brock Lesnar, a beast who will hurt you with no remorse, and a sidekick in the incomparable Paul Heyman heckling all the way to the bank. And then you have AJ Styles, the best skilled in-ring performer the WWE has since CM Punk left town. Hopefully this match ends the Survivor Series event, but I'm not a booker, so it probably won't be. My prediction, AJ Styles. The match I most want to see the New Day versus The Shield. Have there been two more impactful groups in the WWE in the last few years than these two? 
The shield dismantled everyone that got in their way until Seth Rollins turned heel. The New Day with their historic reign as tag team champions. But I need I need more of these teams facing each other. I need more of the shield against the New Day. More often. But alas, these two teams are on different shows. My prediction is the match dissolves into chaos and the shield pick apart the New Day for the win. Quick three count, the top three best factions. D-Generation X, after Shawn Michaels left. The Nation of Domination. And the Heenan family. The WWE needs more factions. The Attitude Era was filled with factions. Stone Cold stood out in the crowd because he sided with none of them. I'd like to see more factions like The Shield. The Mistourage is even a fascinating faction in Bo Dallas and Kurt Angle. Or, sorry, not Kurt Angle, but Curtis Axel ever get in the ring for a match or two or maybe even ten. To close out the show, I want to give some food for thought. I want to plant the seeds of ideas about those who are not on the card for Survivor Series. As stellar as the card is, there are a few omissions that I feel we need to speak about. First is Kevin Owens. He just main evented tables, ladders, and chairs. And now... SmackDown has no spot for him. Second, Sami Zayn. He has been great. Sami Zayn has been great since his heel turn at Tables, Ladders, and Chairs. Does he interject himself in the match with the Miz and Baron Corbin and set himself up for a U.S. title match? Finally, Kane, the 50-year-old freak, returns. He demands competition. Then Braun Strowman emerges like Oscar the Grouch from a trash compactor, and Kane is banished back to a mid-card marvel. Do any of these competitors show up and have an impact in Survivor Series? Does Shawn Michaels show up on the 20th anniversary of the Montreal Screwdrop and screw Kurt Angle? Those and other questions can be answered this Sunday at the Survivor Series. If you have any questions for the show, email us at markesaltz.com at gmail.com that's m-a-r-k-e-s-a-l-t-z at gmail.com you can also follow us on twitter at mark e out thank you for listening until the bell tolls